listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I am Tiny, and I am joining you all by myself today. A little bit of a news update. Last week was... A real kick in the junk for anyone who's not friends with us on Facebook or follow us on social media or, I guess, know us in real life. There was a lot of stuff that happened. First of all, one of John's kids has the Omicron, so I just assume it's running rampant through his family right now. We'll get an update at a later time. My family, I don't know if if we have the Omicron, but uh, everyone is in my family has got a bit of the stiffles, got a little bit of a cold. I do know that my brother has had it and my brother-in-law, I think he was negative, but his wife had it. It just everybody, it seems like everybody is sick right now. And then my grandmother passed away. Very sad. Uh, she was 91, so it wasn't unexpected. But, you know, that's that's always something. And then probably the worst thing that happened was my beloved Crimson Tide lost the national championship. So <laughs> not the best week. And because of everything going on, me and John were completely unable to get together and record this week. So I asked my wife if she would fill in and do a show with me. And she said, no. And I said, come on. And then she said, no. And I said, you don't have to be funny. You just have to sit there and listen to me talk. And she said, absolutely not. So I was kind of scrambling. And then I believe it was Monday night. I had an epiphany and I thought, Hey, I used to watch sitcoms in the 90s. What did they do when they found themselves between a rock and a hard place? They would take recycled content and they would put together a clip show. And I thought, okay, we haven't done a year in review. I think we we reviewed 2018 and 2019. I don't remember if we did 2020 or not, but I know we hadn't done 2021. So this episode is just me, your humble host, introducing clips of some of the bigger stories throughout the year, and then ending the show with my favorite story of the year, which was probably not the funniest thing we talked about, but you know what? We'll get into it. As I am recording this, it is January 19th, and we have managed to discuss the January 6th insurrection for over a year now. It's quite impressive that we've managed to keep this story in the news for this long. But what about when it first happened? What about when me and John first shared our thoughts on the Capitol riots back when it had just happened? The hot take, how did it age? Well, let's find out together. Our first clip is comes from Earth Oddity episode 152, Our Darkest Day where we discuss the Capitol riots, I mean, just days within it happening. Let's take a listen. Not a whole lot happened this week. 
Must have been but pretty we, in the news. <laughs> we did our best to scrape together some odd news stories. Super, super quiet, uneventful week. Yeah. Uh, no real big news <laughs> in the United States for us to talk about. <laughs> right. Uh, Certainly nothing odd. No. It's, everything's been going just normal over here. <laughs> Everybody's fine. Nothing to worry about. Let's talk about the Capitol, Tiny. <laughs> Let's talk about the Capitol. We don't have a specific article we're going to go on. We're just, gonna, I guess, kind of going to share our thoughts. Me, I had to work nights last week. Oh, so, it's tough. Yeah, it is tough. And I woke up, I don't know, I want to say about maybe 3 o'clock, and Stan had texted me ah. and was like, hey, uh, the, there's a war fixing to break out <laughs> in the Capitol. I'm like, what? We're going to know Stan's on top of things, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what we expect out of our listeners. <laughs> so that was how I learned okay. about what was going on. Yeah, I came home to eat lunch and opened up Facebook, and mm-hmm. I read a million, this is the darkest day in America, <laughs> you know, and yeah. what is going on in our country posts. And I was like, what? What's going? You know, like what mm-hmm. is going on here? And I uh, turned on the news and saw that there was a protest at the Capitol, and I was like, "Oh, this mostly seem- peaceful protest." Well, I was like, "This <laughs> people are protesting at the Capitol all the time." I was like, "This looks like when they were there when Kavanaugh was getting, yeah. you know, confirmed. They're all just standing on the steps hollering or whatever." Mm-hmm. So I'm halfway paying attention and eating chicken wings, and then I heard. They've they've gotten inside the Capitol, <laughs> <laughs> and everything in me was like, "Yes, <laughs> like, this is awesome." And so I got real excited and started paying attention. But I, the, I was like watching the clock because I had to get back to work on time, mm-hmm. you know. And so I was like, "Well, man, I, you know, if war breaks out, I'm going to be at work. I'm not going to know about it or whatever." <laughs> But I want to say the worst part of the whole ordeal was reading everybody's This is the Worst Day in America's post on Facebook. Let's get real, folks, okay? Not saying it was a good thing. No, not our best day. Definitely (laughs) not our best day. But I can think of a lot. Yeah, 9-11? Or maybe the National Guard gunning down students at Kent State. Hey, there we go. Forget about that one. People forget. (laughs) Or maybe the Tulsa riots. Yeah, what about Pearl Harbor? (laughs) Pearl Harbor was not People forget about Pearl Harbor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, there was all kind of, yeah, the Tulsa riots were bad, mm-hmm. uh, the bombing of what, Black Wall Street and all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was Terrible. A, hey, I had, I had a lot of bad days in America's <laughs> yes. history. I don't know that this is really even top 10 to me, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm glad everyone was able to express their righteous indignation on Facebook <laughs> for right. a day, and then they'll go back to living their life like normal for the rest of the time. And not to make light, because yes, four people did lose their life. They did. But... It, Again, I don't want to make light of it, but not darkest day. No. Well, look, I'm gonna tell you what: if you if you run up in the Capitol, there's a chance you're gonna get shot. Yeah, surprising it didn't get worse than it was. Yes, I would imagine. In my mind, I was Mm -hmm. like, well, if if you ever break into the Capitol, they have like mounted machine gun positions, (laughs) and they're just gonna just start gunning everybody. Do they? Apparently not. (laughs) You can just wander around and get whatever you want to. I have no idea who tweeted this, but. I saw a tweet where a guy said, uh, I am no longer impressed that Nicolas Cage stole the Declaration <laughs> of Independence. That's right. Not that big of a feat, you know, now that you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. And, and honestly, I think that's probably how it should be. If you come busting down the doors of the Capitol or if some security guard lets you in because he can't hold the door anymore, then you're immediately met with full force. And right. 
you know, like we just start mowing people down. Mm-hmm. And after the first 20 or 30 die, everybody else, I guarantee you, stop trying to come in. <laughs> but I guess it doesn't work that way. That's why they haven't put me as head of security at the Capitol, apparently. And how about Mike Pence? Now, maybe he's done something since because I heard somebody say that hang Mike Pence was trending on it Twitter was. for a while. Yeah, it was. Definitely it was. I saw it trending on but, but, hey, they're anti-violence on Twitter. Everybody knows that. <laughs> we can't we incite violence on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. But my question was, like, he he penned a letter and broke with Trump saying yeah. he had no constitutional authority to overturn the election results. And right. He was going to do everything like he was supposed to do and certify yeah. Biden's win. Guys, what are y'all mad at him about? Right. I don't know. And they're mad. Oh, they're super mad at Ted Cruz. You know, <laughs> big mad at Ted Cruz because apparently he was like, "Hey, what's wrong with having an investigation before we do any of this?" You mm-hmm. know, if everything's on the up and up, everything's on the up and up. Well, we've heard for four years about how the last election sure. was illegitimate. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, we're living in a bizarro world in a lot of ways. People just are, are blinded by their political persuasion. I. Okay, I do not want this to happen. Yeah. But I got to be honest. Like, what was it? Uh, What was that comedy bit where it was like, of course, of course, but maybe. Yeah, right. was, who was that? Louis C.K.? Yeah, I think so. Who got canceled, by the way? <laughs> Who got canceled, should, yes. Definitely should have been <laughs> for what he was doing. Definitely should have been. <laughs> Let me say this. Of course. <laughs> of course. I don't want Civil War to break out or anybody to get hurt. But Maybe. <laughs> There are a lot of people who should kill each other so that then the sane and rational among us can move forward. Well, why don't we pick some open land, you know, and just like, hey, this is where y'all going to meet. Y'all work it out. You know, y'all fight. Yes. Leave know. me out of it, by right. the way. Yeah, but here's like, uh, you know, a thousand acres in Nebraska. Everybody show up on this date. Y'all just yes. get it on. You know, big open field. Flat. Purge. Yeah. Purge time. Yeah. Anybody who's got a problem, go here. Yeah. And do it. And then all the rest of us that are left can can actually go back to having a normal life. What would it would it, uh would it be red hats, MAGA hats on one side? Yeah, what oh would yeah. be on the other and side? Blue hair. And black block, Antifa. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I you know, I don't want to see people overrunning the capital. Not a good look. You gotta right. think if you're China, you're like, Wow, I didn't know it was that easy. <laughs> you <Yes>. know? <laughs> <laughs> but I also don't think it's the worst thing it has ever had. And like I said in our Discord, mm-hmm. as I said when they were burning down police stations uh, <laughs> yeah. during the riots this summer, uh, I think it's good that our government's a little bit afraid of us. Mm-hmm. And all the pictures of congressmen laying under their <laughs> desk and laying in the ground, congressmen <laughs> yes. and women, made me laugh. I mean, out loud laugh. I was like, this is super funny. Yes. You know? Don't forget, the people who are coming, who are trying to get through those doors, that's your boss. That's right. You're, yeah. here, you're here to serve them. Right. Don't forget that. Yeah, and I know you only want to serve the people who agree with you, but you really got to serve all of us. <laughs> yes. You know? And that's just, that's the bad thing about being in government. Yeah. But anyways, but as I also pointed out, I think to Jacqueline, we've got a long and storied history of rioting in our country. <laughs> we had a hundred or so riots before it, the 1900s. Mm-hmm. And the first one was in like 1783. Uh, so then that was very shortly after we became a country. So yeah, we weren't even, uh, we were operating under the articles of the Confederation yeah, at that exactly. point. We didn't even have the Constitution. Yeah. So we, 
in America, Americans, mm-hmm. which I've said, well, I think we're just inherently violent people. I mm-hmm. don't know why. I don't know what made us that way. But if we got a problem, we're going to let you know about it. And <laughs> it's probably going to be some destruction involved. Yes. That's just how we do it down here. I and, don't know. And then a, da- a dude in a, a Trump beanie <laughs> waving to the camera is going to walk off with your lectern. <laughs> <laughs> I know Buffalo guy. You oh, a Buffalo oh, guy, iconic. It, it, like I said before, we got on the air. I don't know that I, I was headed to a protest of any sort. I would be like, I need to put on a Buffalo hat and paint my face up and go shirtless and go shirtless <laughs> in the winter in January <laughs> in Washington D.C. <laughs> yeah, yes. They said his nipples cut the glass to get in the window. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but but yeah, <clears throat> Buffalo guy. He, I'm sure he's in jail now, yes, right? Yes. But he could come out of this and get his own reality show, I would think. <laughs> you know, he may come out smelling like roses. I don't know. I don't know. Now, if you're uh, if you're friends with my friends on Facebook, he was clearly an Antifa plant, right? <laughs> <That's>, yes. <laughs> the right blaming the left for the right rioting <laughs> right. is pretty funny. <laughs> but then again, people forget. People forget back <laughs> when all the riots were going on this summer, it was mm-hmm. like, well, there were people who infiltrated or police were busting out windows of these businesses and everything. And saying the rioters did it. Yeah, and saying yeah. the rioters did it. So, <laughs> so I guess it's just human nature to go, uh-huh. well, these people I'm affiliated with had nothing to do with mm-hmm. it. The other side all did it. I, I don't know. But it's like how I look at it is if, uh, all right, so Harvey Updike, legendary Alabama fan, <laughs> right? Yes. If he goes and poisons the trees at Auburn, I'm like, well, that's stupid. I don't try to blame it on somebody else, but I'm also like, well, I'm not Harvey Updike. Right. I didn't tell him to do it. It's got yes. nothing to do with me. An Alabama fed fan did it. Yeah, right. But but I didn't, I didn't do, do it. it. Yeah. I didn't tell him to do it. Right. I hate that he did do it. Yes. You know, that's definitely not cool to do, mm-hmm. but it's really got nothing to do with me. Right. You know, so I don't feel bad in any way. I don't want him to do that. I don't want y'all to lose your trees that you roll after you win and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it ain't got nothing to do with me. You know, if we lose this game to Ohio State tomorrow night, and that's a big if, uh, and some redneck Alabama fan shoots his wife because he's mad about it, I mean, it ain't got nothing <laughs> to do with do me. Either. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lose any sleep over it or anything. People are individuals. Sure. We have lost that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yes. No. We like to put people in groups and Absolutely. we have like group think and we have class warfare. Yeah. But when you get right down to it, people are individuals. Yes, right. You know? And everybody who stormed in the Capitol, like the dude waving with his Trump beanie in the lecture, <laughs> yes. he's an idiot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. But if I voted for Trump, I'd be like, well, that dude ain't got nothing to do with me. You yeah. Know? Like, I, I didn't go up there. So what are y'all mad at me for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Anyway, so they kicked Trump off of Twitter. <laughs> yeah. they, they've, uh, they kicked Parler off yeah, the internet. The whole internet. That's, that's going to make things better, right? I you- so hate I deleted the app. You know, <laughs> yes. I can't get the app back or anything. I so hate I deleted that. It's like, I was about to say, if uh, I feel like that that's not going to help, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, right. you think kicking Parler off the internet is just going to make all these people <laughs> who are upset, just go away. Who knows? You just made them martyrs, you know? I guess. You just give them a rallying point. Exactly. You know, I mean, they'll have, they'll get together somewhere else. And there's Whether gonna, it's there's at gonna the be parties people. in the morning drinking coffee. <laughs> you know, there's going to be people like John Long who thought Parler was stupid. <laughs> yeah. But now really wishes I he wish, had it back. I wish That's I could get back did. on it. Congratulations. That's what you did. 
<laughs> wow, spicy take, huh? Certainly wasn't as well informed then. I feel like we know more now, but I do still think then and now some of the coverage has maybe been a little bit hyperbolic. Certainly a horrible thing, certainly a terrible time, but our country has gone through a civil war where there was an estimated 214 deaths. I do think January 6th, while a horrible thing, probably not our darkest day as it was talked about on social media. Our next clip, to kind of maybe build this up a little bit, the year 2020 was, first of all, a crazy year with COVID, but I remember that was also the year when we were talking about UFOs. There was all this crazy talk that disclosure was going to happen. And I remember one of the COVID bills, somebody slipped in a little line somewhere, a little article that said that there had to be a UFO report released to Congress and also made public. And there was all this excitement among the UFO crowd that this was going to be it, that this was finally going to be disclosure. We discussed that report in episode 175. What was in that report? Was it all that we hoped it was? Spoiler alert, it was not. Let's take a listen. John, if you remember the last, I guess, COVID bill that they, yeah. that was passed, there was a little line in there, byline somewhere, saying that the, what was it, the intelligence services had to brief yeah, the, the Congress and right. the, the American people about the UFOs. And so we've been waiting for, what, six months for this big bombshell exactly UFO right. report. Well, it hit Friday. Yeah. So drum roll, please. Let's right? hear it. Disclosure has happened, right? Now yeah. we know all the secrets. There's nothing else to find out. We've got aliens in little pickle jars underneath the Pentagon and all that stuff. Well, <laughs> no. Yeah, there's there's not a... It wasn't as bombshell as we thought it was going to be. I, I, now, I will say this. This is exactly what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> okay. Because they'd already come out and said, look, sometimes we pick up UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, right. on our sensors, and we don't know what it is. We're looking into it. Sure. Well, that's exactly what this this report came out and said. <laughs> it's a whopping nine pages. I had a bigger research report. Oh, yeah. In junior college. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Only nine pages long? <laughs> we got a nine-page report. <laughs> they put, like, some like, intern on that. Yes. I heard, I, I, is that, is that next week? Hey, throw something together for us. Yes. <laughs> I like to think there's some nerdy little intern kid and he is like super into UFOs and he's been in his boss's ear for oh, yeah. months yeah. about this report being due. And then he got like a phone call at like 2 a.m. last Saturday. He's like, <laughs> hey, could you, uh, could you throw that report yeah. together for hey. me? Hey, well, this date snuck up on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm going to need you to get this out for me here real quick. So really, that's all it says. Now, you can read the whole report. I'll link it in the show notes. It's There's not a whole lot of bombshells going off in here. They did say that in this report, that this report covers UAP phenomena that they have recorded from 2004 to 2021. I'm not comfortable with UAP. I still want it to be UFO. <laughs> well. I don't know why we're switching everything. Because you, they don't want to be seen as nerds. Yeah, well, UFO is <laughs> clearly what we're talking about here. Yeah. 
It is what we're talking about. They say that uh, this report spans occurrences that happened between 2004 and 2021, with the vast majority of these happening in the last two years, because it wasn't until 2019 that there was even like a formal right. procedure in place for Navy air pilots to report this kind of stuff. They say that, hey, this could be balloons. This could be just unexplained stuff. This uh, could potentially be an adversary that has leapfrogged us in technology. <laughs> But they just they don't they just say that they don't know what it is. And I, I guess probably the most uh, surprise or the most interesting thing here is just this little byline here. It says that uh, there were 144 reports that originated from U.S. government sources and that of these 144 reports, 80 of those involved observation with multiple sensors. So okay. it's not just like one radar glitch, but it was like multiple yeah. points of data, I suppose, that was recording these things. Huh. Well, I mean. <laughs> I wish they would have told us more. I wanted pictures, <laughs> everything. Yes. Uh, I wanted the little alien autopsy video. Yeah. With uh yeah, right. Commander Riker. Exactly. Uh, what was it? Narrating it? Yes. But no. Oh, and uh this was important. They're asking for more money. Oh, sure. <laughs> they need more money Imagine to figure that. this out. We know there's something there, and we need more money to know what it is. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> well, let's let the dude from Blink 182 pay him. Extra, you know, well, like he's he, doing his own thing right now. Oh, okay, yeah, he should get on. They should link up, you know, private and public sector. Yeah, let's see what happens. You know what? I think we would have gotten more information. Now, I, I can't promise you it'd be good information, <laughs> but we would have gotten more if we would have commissioned him to give us a nine page report. Yeah, absolutely. On what this stuff is. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's definitely something going on. Exactly. This is what I've said. Now, look, I'm open. To the to the extraterrestrial hypothesis, sure. But, I mean, th- at this point, there is as much evidence for these being angels and demons flying around in the sky as sure. there is aliens. Yeah, we, just, it, we don't know what it is. Oh, That's yeah. bottom line. We have no idea. No idea. Hmm. Well, <laughs> they did say that look, in I, one case it was a balloon. It was a large okay. deflating balloon. Like, oh yeah, somebody <laughs> let one go at a birthday party. <laughs> yes. It was probably a. It was probably our happy birthday Jesus balloon sure. that we released at the Christmas party. That's right. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, no, it was spotlighted. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, you're right. What <laughs> 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 it was. Uh, I mean, if you read like biblical descriptions of angels, I mean, you would talk about an alien <laughs> looking thing. You know, yeah. I mean, that's no joke. Was it Ezekiel that described yeah. his? Uh, yeah, it was not like a little person with uh, angel wings. Now, those are yeah. described in the Bible. Those sure. are cherubs. Cherubs. He yeah. saw this crazy no, yeah. creature with four faces mm-hmm. that had eyes everywhere. That's right. It's it nuts. Wild stuff. Yeah. Weird and wild stuff. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah, and I got to say, since then, there's been practically no new information to happen since. So I don't know if we're going to talk about UFOs anymore or not, but uh, it was it was exciting there for a while. There was the videos, there was the pyramid over the one ship, and then like the one UFO that like went down in the water. Exciting stuff. Not the most exciting report that we got, but you know, that was expected. The next clip I'm going to intro was Bill Cosby got out of jail. And the very next episode, episode 176, I think it was titled Two-Tier Justice System, we discussed Bill Cosby getting out of jail and Ghislaine Maxwell, who at that point had not gone to trial, was trying to use 
the immunity that she was supposed to have been promised in Jeffrey Epstein's first case. She was trying to say that that meant she should the, tr- the charges should be dropped against her. Let's have a listen. But uh, how was your week? It was fun. Sorry to interrupt your your <laughs> snow cone eating. <laughs> Every time I see you get a bite, I'll ask you a question. <laughs> no, it was fun. Nothing to report. Nothing to report. Yeah. Lackluster. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, we did let a convicted rapist out of jail we did last week you not me and you personally we had nothing to do with it i would never no i'd never let anybody out oh yeah i'd probably let some people out but not a rapist yeah Yeah, it would depend on how i was feeling that day slash what they could do for me gotcha if i let them out or not Very Christian and merciful of you, Tiny. <laughs> very, very merciful. That's why God didn't make me warden. <laughs> right. Oh, hanging Judge Tiny over here. Yeah. Yeah, so we did. Bill Cosby got out and is uh, a free man, apparently. Yeah. He can, he's he's free to rape again, I guess. You know? well, but his age got to be a little more I difficult. Hope, yeah, I hope he won't be... A- danger to anyone anymore but that is golly that's just it's uh, frustrating i mean it, well, it just goes to show and we were talking about this before we hit the record button but we have a two-tier justice system yeah here if, in america if you're rich you don't go to jail which is why i'm glad i'm rich <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. i'm telling are people you, are you no jail money yet oh yeah i okay. can get out of jail wow that's impressive <laughs> i know a lot of powerful people in the world okay several judges are friends of mine <laughs> i feel like i could pull some strings hmm. at least get like a country club jail does it at least depend on what you did yeah i mean if okay. i murdered somebody i probably don't probably think i can get away with that but that's why i would have someone murder for me right you know like i, I know people, people that don't, don't do that yeah yeah you, do you, that you contract that out <laughs> right. yes. yeah. apparently according to the story we did last week i think we could do it for like 100 bucks a week or something well, I you gotta pay. look out for them yeah <laughs> those are prob- that's no. probably going to be a sheriff under cover yes definitely but i mean that was, they're driving the market price down though so that's a good thing to know <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But yeah, for petty crimes, I feel like I could get loose, mm-hmm. you know, without much trouble. So okay. That's good. But, you know, Bill Cosby, I've never raped anybody <laughs> uh, willingly. You know, there are people sleep with me because they want to. Right. <laughs> you know? Yes. I won't sleep with someone if they don't want to sleep with me. <laughs> right. That doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel pathetic to talk somebody into sleeping with me. But anyways, if I don't think if I raped somebody, I could get away with that. But Bill Cosby can Mm-hmm. And that's what you are when you're America's dad. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what they called him for a long time is he was America's dad. And he got out because he had an agreement yes. with a prosecutor. Right. In 2005. Right. Where a, apparently a prosecutor says, hey, we're not going to prosecute you. Yeah. And now, which, I mean, he had to go to jail for a few, what, how, how long? I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. Hasn't it? A couple of years, maybe. I guess so. Anyway, apparently this comes out, and they're like, you know, wait a minute. Y'all said back in 2005 y'all weren't going to punish him for this. Yeah. So we let him out. I don't understand why you didn't bring that up day one of going into jail. You know? <laughs> right. like, or even during the trial. Like, well, no, wait a minute, guys. Well, maybe he thought he was going to win, and maybe he, he thought that was like his, uh, his trump card, so to speak. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I would have played it a lot earlier. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have done two or three years in jail. 
Right. So he's he's out roaming the streets. Lock up your wives and daughters. <laughs> he you should know? just come straight out and say, you cannot prosecute me. <laughs> Tiny, the master impressionist. <laughs> I told myself I wasn't going to attempt that, and then I did. I'm glad you did. (laughs) I'm glad you did. I will say this. Do you real quick? I'm sorry. No, Norm McDonald. Uh huh. (laughs) I know Norm. Are you familiar with this Bill Cosby story? No. It's a funny story where he, he got to meet Bill Cosby one time, and he told him that his dad was a huge fan. And his he Bill Cosby asked him for his address and said he was going to send him tickets to his next show, and he asked for his phone number, said he was going to call him, and then Norm it says it didn't hit him until later on. He was like, "Wait, my dad's dead." He never mentioned that to him. <laughs> and then, <laughs> but here recently, he told somebody one time on his podcast, he was like, "You know, uh, I have a Bill Cosby story, and used to be one of my top ten stories." But now it's not even in the top 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Norm's a funny dude. He is. Have you ever seen, and if you haven't, and anybody listening, they should, uh, just YouTube Norm McDonald at the ESPYs. Like he was the host of the <laughs> yes. ESPYs one time. And his like monologue <laughs> was one of the funniest and most brutal. Because yes. this is like right during OJ and all that was going on. It was great. And uh, yeah, they never invited him back again to be the host. Yeah. Now we got to deal with Peyton Manning being the host, which is crap. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Cosby's out on the loose. I would double check your pudding pops <laughs> before, <laughs> right. before you eat one and your drinks and everything else. But surely he's, unless he's on Viagra, surely he's out of the raping game, right? I would hope so. Yeah. But they're handing that Viagra out to everybody but me like candy. Mm-hmm. So maybe he is back in on it. I don't know. I, I don't know. Where does he live? Philadelphia? I have no idea. <laughs> or LA, I would think. I think he's from Philadelphia, maybe. Or he went to Temple. I don't know. But yeah, he's not living in Alabama. So we're all safe down here. Well, my first story here is uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Haven't heard from her in a while. No, no, she's kept her head down. She's probably <laughs> trying not to get suicided, which John McAfee died. He committed suicide, they say. Yeah. You yeah, know? That's right. Somebody said on the internet, wasn't me, his free trial has ended. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have came up with that line. That's an all-time great line. Yes. Anyway, she did pipe up here recently. She says that because Bill Cosby is free now, that justifies the state dropping all sex trafficking charges against her. Okay, sure. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. This is. Oh, hold on. I forgot a good joke when you talked about Bill Cosby getting out. I was going to say this is Biden's America. <laughs> I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of that on Facebook nowadays. Yeah. I wish I would have got that in there. All right, back to Miss Maxwell. Anyway, this comes from Reuters. Lawyers for Glenn Maxwell said the overturning of Bill Cosby's 2018 sexual assault conviction justifies throwing out sex trafficking and other charges stemming from her relationship with the late financier Jeffrey Epstein. Cosby, 83, was released from prison on Wednesday after Pennsylvania's Supreme Court said a prosecutor's 2005 agreement not to charge him with drugging and assaulting Temple University employee Andrea Costin meant the actor and comedian should not have been charged a decade later. Which, I mean, can't they get him on another rape? I would think so. Yeah, there's multiple, aren't they? (laughs) Yeah. Which, why does Bill Cosby need to 
Ray Feedy, well, you're Bill Cosby. You would think so, yeah. but I mean, I have no idea. I know that Joe Rogan, somebody told a story on Joe Rogan, and th- this may be true, may not, but allegedly there was a story that uh, he used to, like when he would eat, he would like have his bodyguards and other people who worked for him, like watch him eat hmm. for some reason. Interesting. Just strange. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, in, fr- uh, in a Friday letter to U.S. District Judge Allison Nathan in Manhattan, Maxwell's lawyer said the British socialite's case was similar to Cosby's because she had been immunized, that's a tough word, <laughs> under Epstein's 2007 non-prosecution agreement. Oh. Which, you remember, he, he was yeah. prosecuted, but he got like a... Yeah, he got some sort of... He had to sleep at the jail, and he got to hang out in his office the entire rest of the day for like a few years. Something like that, He had registered as a sex offender. That's all he had. They said this supported dismissing four charges from Maxwell's eight-count indictment, which covers alleged crimes from 1994 and 2004, and could subject her to 80 years in prison. Maxwell, 59, has pleaded not guilty. As in Cosby, the government is trying to renege on its agreement and prosecute Ms. Maxwell over 25 years later for the exact same offenses for which she was granted immunity, Maxwell's lawyer said. This is not consistent with principles of fundamental fairness. Okay. Um, it's just not fair. Not fair at all. <laughs> not fair right. to Ghislaine here. No. Poor Ghislaine. Poor old Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> the office of U.S. Attorney Audrey Strauss in Manhattan declined to comment. Epstein stuck to his agreement with federal prosecutors in Florida in exchange for pleading guilty to state prostitution charges. Nathan ruled in April that the agreement did not bind prosecutors in Manhattan. She also rejected Maxwell's claim that it covered accused conspirators like herself. Again, I I remember a lot of that was sealed up. Yeah. And they did get immunity for like a lot of other people in that case, but I don't know if they were ever named, at least not to... Us, the public. Right. No, they would never let <laughs> that list out. Right. <laughs> never. No. no. <laughs> Whoever lets that list out is going to get suicided, just like <laughs> Seth Rich. So I tell you what, well, they, he makes a compelling argument. If, yeah. If there's no other charges other than all of those that were named in like the 2007 case, yeah. there's a good chance she could get away with this. Well, or will she? I was to say, yes. <laughs> Well, do you think she'll make it to trials? The question. Yeah, I don't think she will. I, I just was going to tell her good luck with all that. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm surprised she's not already swinging. From yeah, her ceiling. To be uh, honest with you, apparently she she's not naming names like Jeffrey was. I guess maybe he was just in there singing like a songbird. Let me tell you what this person mm-hmm. did, and this person did, and they're like, "All right, time to off him," and she's tight lipped. And you know, every time you bring this up. You get the naysayers coming out saying you're just a conspiracy theorist. Sure. But, you know, supposedly he recorded he had videotape yeah. stuff everywhere. Nobody knows where any of this stuff is at. I bet she does. <laughs> you know? You think that's her trump card? That may be. <laughs> her ace in the hole. Maybe she's got it set up to where if she dies, it all gets released or something. No, I hope so. I don't know. Maybe that's why she's alive. I guess so. That's wild. I, I'm I'm all for locking them both up for mm-hmm. a long time. Her, her and Cosby. Let's get him back in there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I say we lock them up together and we see who rapes who first. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Yes. <laughs> Always good to start the show off with rape and child <laughs> sex trafficking, and just to set the tone. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's tough. 
<laughs> Welcome to Earth Oddity, you know, <laughs> home of your rape and sex trafficking headquarters. We're usually uh, better behaved than this. <laughs> okay, I am happy to report that Gislaine was found guilty. Uh, this is pretty recent, fairly recent news. She still hasn't been sentenced yet, but she has been found guilty. And just recently, if you remember the part in the clip where we were talking about the other John Doe's who weren't who were not supposed to be named in the report, she hasn't started naming names, but she did tell the judge that she was no longer going to oppose those names being made public. So that decision is ultimately going to fall to Judge Loretta Presca. My guess is she is not going to release those names. But the case against Prince Andrew that was brought by Virginia Gouffre is going forward. And I think here recently he was actually stripped of all his royal titles. So it's, um, I mean, a, a lot of stuff is happening. There's a lot of parts that are moving. And there is still a lot of secrecy surrounding this case. And it's it's really amazing that they've gone to trial and the news has, in my opinion, been rather quiet about it. Our next clip, we talked about the upcoming apocalypse that California is supposed to go through. This was from Earth Oddity episode 180, titled No You Can't Has Bacon. <laughs> Amongst the earthquakes and the wildfires, now they're going. They're faced with a, something really bad. Bacon may disappear in California, John. Oh no! As pig rules take effect. Oh no! If you needed any other reason to leave California, yeah, right. This like, is it. Are they no more bacon? Are they trying to really have everyone leave that state? I think they are. I wonder why. Well, well, I kind of get it though, like because I don't like people. So maybe the people in charge, like all the super rich people, are like, well, we need all these poor people to leave. You know, I mean, so, I'm still going to get my bacon. Yeah, I'll get bacon. <laughs> get my bacon shipped Let's in. Cut it off for them, though. Yeah. Uh, anyway, animal welfare organizations for years have been pushing for more humane treatment of farm animals, but the California rules could be a rare case of customers clearly paying a price for their beliefs. With little time left to build new facilities, inseminate sows, and process the offspring by January, it's hard to see how the pork industry can adequately supply California, which consumes roughly 15% of all pork wow. produced in the country. Wow. That's, which California's a huge state. Yeah, a lot of people there. But man, they, they eat some pork. They there. eat some pork. Don't blame them. I love pork. <laughs> They've got right. It just mentioned right here that uh, at the beginning of next year, California will begin enforcing an animal welfare proposition approved overwhelmingly by voters in 2018 that requires more space for breeding pigs, egg laying chickens, and veal calves. I've never had veal. You ever had veal? It's delicious, <laughs> <laughs> succulent. It's it is is amazing. Yeah, you should try some sometime. I should. Maybe I can work some more overtime. And <laughs> have some veal. National veal and egg producers are optimistic that they can meet the new standards, but only 4% of hog operations now comply with the new rules. Unless the courts intervene or the state temporarily allows non-compliant meat to be sold in the state, California will lose almost all its pork supply, much of which comes from Iowa. The pork producers will face higher costs to regain a key market. Anyway, there's another quote that says, We are very concerned about the potential supply impacts and therefore cost increases, said Matt Sutton, the public policy director for the California Restaurant Association. 
California restaurants and groceries use about 255 million pounds of pork a month. Wow. But its farms produce only about 45 million pounds, according to Bank, a global food and agricultural financial services company. So that production is going to get cut even more. Yes. Well, I mean, it sounds like if you live in a state that borders California, if you're in Oregon, you, you need to get some hogs. Because <laughs> you're going to make some money importing bacon into California. Imagine all the Waffle Houses that could just pop up right yeah. there on the border. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like a wall of Waffle Houses around them. Yes. Uh, people in outside of the Southeast really don't know the pleasure of Waffle House, I don't think. Really? I thought they were all over the world. I thought they were like a Southeastern thing. Now I'm going to Google a map of Waffle Houses. I remember when I was a kid looking at the little laminated menu and flipping it over and there being stars where all the Waffle Houses were. But maybe that's a uh, Mandela effect on my part. Okay. Hold on. Let me get to Why does everything want to like use my location? Is that just <laughs> the government trying to get me? I think that's more private companies wanting to sell that information. Okay. All right. Like this dude in Alabama Googled Waffle House at, on this day at this time. There. That. Oh, yeah. If that's the case, then it definitely is more of a Southeastern thing. Yeah. I mean, you got them on up into... Uh, Michigan, and it looks like there's one in New York, but pretty much east of the Mississippi for sure. Some out around Colorado, some in Arizona. We're about to have a new one built down here, down the road, you know. I heard about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I love the fact that we like move somewhat out of the city, and, and now the city we're just comes getting, to us. We're getting fast food <laughs> stuff all around us. Uh, Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Hey, on the upside, we'll know where to find our teenagers at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hate that, that Californians aren't going to be able to get bacon. I would immediately move out, I think. <laughs> That's about to say, if, if you need no other reason to leave California, yeah. you're, you may not have bacon anymore. Nicole was talking, you know, like maybe they need to move. This may be... The straw that breaks the camel's back. Send her over the edge. Yeah. And next thing you know, she's in a in a baking producing state and <laughs> yeah. living it up again. I don't know. Well, did it happen? Did California go through an apocalypse? Well, it hasn't happened yet. Proposition 12 went into effect on January 1st. However, the law does allow for pigs born in 2021 to be sold in California in 2022. Hogs are typically raised for about six months, which puts the apocalypse sometime to arrive in June or July. So we'll have to check back in in June or July and see if there's any more bacon in California. Maybe it won't happen. Maybe it will. I don't know. We'll just have to find out. But as for now, you can still head down to the local greasy spoon diner and have yourself a bacon and eggs and hash browns plate. Another big thing that happened in 2021 was the Taliban took back Afghanistan. Uh, You know what? This is going to come as a shock to our listeners, but you know, they don't keep me in the loop. I'm not a hundred percent sure what went on. I know that uh, president Biden said that, Donald Trump had signed a deal that said that we had to be out of there. And so six months after that deadline, we had to be out for real. I don't know what the deal was, but 
the U.S. military, we packed our bags and all our equipment. We just uh, left the keys and we got on a plane and we got out of there. And then the Taliban started taking selfies and posting on social media. Let's have a listen. But I wanted to start off with this. Uh, have you... Do you follow any of the Taliban on social media? I, yeah. I mean, you know, you know me. <laughs> yes. I'm always looking for a laugh. <laughs> Apparently, they're having the time of their life. <laughs> if you've logged on and looked at any pictures, they've been having so much fun that Afghanistan's new defense minister has actually rebuked them. Oh. And said that Taliban foot soldiers need to stop having so much fun and taking selfies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Taliban soldiers are basically college sorority girls. You <laughs> yeah, know? I think so. When we get down to it, same people, just in two different worlds. But you know what? I can understand it. I mean, first of all, you're getting paid yeah. what, whatever they want to pay you. Yeah. And you've been fighting. You've been... Oh, yeah. 20-year war, really. Blazed across the country, took it back from the United States. Yeah. Most you know, powerful military in the world. Handed us a big ale, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, big one. Yeah. And then you roll up into Kabul, and you see all the super fun things that capitalism has brought you, like fairs and sure. amusement parks Black and Black helicopter, <laughs> helicopters. Those yeah. two? Yeah. No. <laughs> you just want to, you know, you just want to enjoy it. Sure. I mean... To the victory go the spoils, right? Exactly, yeah. Well, anyway, this comes from businessinsider.com. Since the Taliban seized control of Kabul on August 15th, rank-and-file soldiers have been making the most of the city. While off-duty, according to reports, Taliban fighters have been visiting the animals at Kabul Zoo, riding bumper cars at amusement parks, taking part in impromptu wrestling, and kicking back at an abandoned mansion in the nation's capital. But the Wall Street Journal reported that Afghanistan's new defense minister, the son of Taliban founder, has told the soldiers to stop having so much fun and focus on the task at hand, which... What is the task at hand? Yeah. Rooting out uh, left behind Americans and executing them? I think it's like finding women who can read, you know, <laughs> and stomping them out. Sure, yeah, no, getting rid of that. <laughs> yes. that I mean, I've said it before. That's where we went wrong, right? You know, right. you know what, Tiny? <laughs> if if Tara couldn't read, we could have recorded the podcast in person last week. You know, I mean. <laughs> as horribly sexist as that is, you make a compelling I, point. <laughs> the, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's the fact. You know? yeah, yes. Stick to the task you have been aside, said Mahwali Muhammad Yaoub. Nailed it. I mean, that was impressive. <laughs> that rolled off your tongue. I was not expecting that. I have a friend who did a two years in Afghanistan okay. as a missionary. So, so. Oh, okay, so yeah. the transitive property of languages, <laughs> right. you've got it. Okay, I've just uh, probably absorbed it through osmosis. Sure, of course. In an audio message released Thursday, per the Wall Street Journal, "quote You are damaging our status, which has been created with the blood of our ma- martyrs." Brand awareness is always important. <laughs> yes, you, you know you should think about which, that. I mean, any I organization. Thought- <laughs> I thought they said before that this was like the new and fun Taliban. Sure, this wasn't right. going to be the old Taliban. This is not your father's Taliban. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In a recent speech, the media outlet reported that Moali Yaoub told soldiers that they need to stop taking so many selfies because it can compromise the security of Taliban officials. When these photos end up on social media, 
He reportedly said that it can give away the locations and activities of the group's leadership because, you know, people look on there like, yeah. oh, they're riding the bumper cars. Sure, right. Yeah, <laughs> no, go, we know where they are. Let's, let's go grenade the, the bumper yeah. car ride. Right, let's send a surface-to-air <laughs> missile there or uh, whatever to there. Yeah. yeah. The Wall Street Journal reported that he also disciplined soldiers for driving too fast and for adopting Western fashions. He oh. said that Taliban fighters should no longer sport shoulder-length hair, stylish clothing, and white high-top sneakers. Okay. That'll get you every time. <laughs> this is the behavior of the warlords and gangsters of the puppet regime, talking about our government, the sure. one that we put in place yes. <laughs> when we went over there. <laughs> yeah. Was that Karzai? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The defense minister reportedly warned the soldiers, referring to the U.S.-backed government that the Taliban overthrew, if we continue to act like this, God forbid we will lose our Islamic system. Oh, i.e. saying women are going to read. Yeah. They're going to wear bikinis and quit sure. wearing burkas. Maybe maybe drive a car. <laughs> yes. Oh, the horror. I mean, you know? who knows what, what right. we'll do to this if we sure if we just have fun riding these bumper cars and taking these swan paddle boats out on the lake. Next thing you know, women are wearing slacks. <laughs> yeah, <no. you> know? <laughs> and letting their hair down. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Since the Taliban's makeover, Taliban fighters have also taken violent actions reminiscent of their brutal rule in the late 1990s. In August, fighters reportedly set an Afghan woman on fire for bad cooking. Okay, feel bad about all my jokes now. <laughs> well, you know, I'll hit a little close to home. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but really, what did she cook? <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> how bad was it? Okay, terrible joke incoming. But meatloaf five days in a row. That's, that's enough, okay? <laughs> Look, I just want mine to cook something, you know? Like anything. In early September, insiders Aliyah Shalib wrote that the Taliban raped and beat a gay man in Kabul, which... That's I mean, that's how you teach a gay man not to yeah. be gay is you rape him, sure. right? <laughs> well, I would think regardless of your sexual orientation, you don't want to be raped, you know? Yeah, exactly. But it seems weird if you have a problem with, <laughs> like, man-on-man sexual relations, then you should not engage in that yourself as a way to teach that person a lesson. Yeah, like, you shouldn't be gay. Right. And to show you how bad being gay is, we're going to rape you. <laughs> You're sending mixed signals here, you know? You really are. I mean, come on. Golly. On Friday, a witness said that the fighters had hanged a body from a crane in the city square. You gotta uh, if you're kinda, like a yeah, if you're act on the end there. Yeah, so. If you're a totalitarian regime, you gotta hang somebody every now and then. You I know, mean, there's really no what you end do. to the things you're gonna do. But yeah. I just I would actually like to commend the Taliban soldiers. What's this dude's name? Oh, I don't know, but you said it beautifully. <laughs> hang on. Don't let Molly tell you what to do. Yeah. Y'all are the ones fighting, not him. <laughs> y'all took the city, not him. If y'all want to ride the bumper cars, ride the bumper cars. Yeah. If you want to take selfies on the swan paddle boats, then you go <laughs> do that. Okay? Don't let Molly tell you what yeah. to do. I don't know if you saw any of the pictures of them on the paddle boats. It's hilarious. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like AK-47s and one RPGs. Dude a, one dude had a rocket-propelled grenade yes, launcher. I know. <laughs> out, a, out there on the swan boat. I was like, their Navy looks impressive. <laughs> you know? I tell you what, their Navy looks more fun than our Navy. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I don't know if it's as effective, but man, especially on a beautiful day. Well. You're out there just having a blast. I, you know, these guys have been, they've been up in the hills and the hollers of Afghanistan for 20 years fighting a, a brutal war, really. Yeah. And, uh, 
I mean, they should be able to let their hair down. Well, what would you do? I would do the same thing. I would do the exact same thing. Yeah. But eating ice cream and yeah. out on the paddle boats and all that. And I tell you what, I think in the end, this may be how capitalism wins after Absolutely. all. Yeah. You let them get a little <laughs> taste of it. get a little taste of how yeah. good it can be. And yeah. they, you know what? We, I know that we come from a long line of men who, like, you know, tortured women to death and raped gay men. Sure. And did all this violent stuff, but... Dude, this paddle boat is right. the bomb. Hey, you know what's more fun than raping a man <laughs> riding on a paddle boat? Yes. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's really, we can collapse the whole thing with that. Just give them a good old-fashioned U.S. capitalism. And a lot of like 20-something Americans will be really mad because they have a free market over there. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you and, what. And union workers like Tiny, too. If we can get them uh, free Netflix subscriptions, oh, yeah. it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, no. No, he's stuck. They do need, I don't know, they obviously have internet access. Yeah. I don't know what all they could get on, but I mean, just just... Chill out on YouTube for a few hours. See what's going on. And Follow that, some like <laughs> vlog of something, you know. And that is how Earth Oddity Podcast won the war without firing a <laughs> shot. Right. <laughs> what if we became huge in Afghanistan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're the number one podcast of the Taliban. Like we're sitting here talking about how much more fun all this other stuff is. And one of them's like, you know what? They're right. Yeah. No, this is real. I, I don't like killing people. <laughs> this you tiny know? guy makes a good point. Why should I do what? My Wally tells me yeah. what to do. You know, it'd be fun to see a lot of women in bikinis. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> that'd be really awesome. I mean, as fun as this swan paddle boat is, yeah, it'd be a lot more fun if there's a whole lot of bikini girls on it with me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Just don't teach them to read, y'all. Okay. <laughs> John supports you in that endeavor. Yeah, right. I mean, you don't want a boat or nothing like that either, <laughs> but they won't get to that point if you don't teach them how to read. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of those things that's going to be clipped out of here and will <laughs> yeah, that'll be get used. me fired from my job or something, <laughs> yeah. you know? So as far as I know, the Taliban is still in control in Afghanistan. Don't know a whole lot about international affairs, but uh, those were some pretty epic selfies that were going up on Twitter. Okay, for our last clip was certainly my favorite story of 2021. Not because of what was said on the podcast. It probably wasn't our funniest bit. But now just the story itself, when it was going on, the memes, this probably gave me the most joy and laughter of any story that happened in 2021. This next clip is where we discuss the pole assassin and her monkey biting a kid on Halloween. Oh, and she was the girlfriend of a former Alabama coaching staff member. Let's take a listen. We have important business to discuss. We do. I'm going to start off the show with a a tale that can only come out of the South, really. And it's rare that Earth Oddity Podcast gets to break a news story, which yeah. we're not the one no. breaking it, but it's fairly... Recent news. Right. And I will say I was I was there when it happened. Mm -hmm. Not when the incident we're gonna talk about happened, but when it blew up online on Twitter, on sports message boards. It was about maybe ten o'clock, nine o'clock Halloween night when it happened. So let's talk about Jeff Banks, okay? Yes. Jeff Banks is an assistant coach at the University of Texas. Former 
staff at Alabama. At Alabama. And while he was at Alabama, he left his wife and family to enter into a relationship with a stripper known as the Pole Assassin. As you do when sure. you discover any modicum of success well, financially. <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, and I've I've made this point to my kids. I, I should hold on. Let me back everything up. We might want to just splice this in at the beginning. This is going to be a little bit of a spicy show. Okay, <laughs> all of our stories are spicy. I'm sorry. That's just the way life worked out. But I've told my boys this: is like you'll meet a girl someday, and she may do things you didn't even know was possible. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that's the girl you need to be with for forever. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm just saying. Now, it doesn't mean she's not. <laughs> I was going to say, but it, she could be. Yeah, not an automatic disqualifier. So, <laughs> but that can't be all she has in the in the bag. Hey, and what I imagine, my advice to your sons is YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> And what I imagine, like most marriages, things gotten a little stale, you know. Uh-huh. And uh he met the pole assassin and was like, Well, I didn't know these things were possible. Right. And the pole assassin being the pole assassin is like, this guy's <laughs> making a million dollars a year. I'm definitely gonna put it on him. And right. love a, a new love was born. <laughs> okay. I would also for anyone who's maybe uh, wondering, okay, well, what is so great about the pole assassin? <laughs> pole assassin was on the Jerry Springer That's show. Right. Yeah. So you can, you can Google pole assassin, yeah. Jerry Springer, and you can watch a clip Absolutely. of her doing her thing yeah. on the Jerry Springer show. Absolutely. It's impressive. It's very impressive. Yeah. I mean, impressive. She's a, she's an athlete. De- you definitely an artist. Some would she's, say she is definitely at the top of her art form. <laughs> I don't know if there's a stripper hall of fame, but I feel like she could get in there if there was. There should be a stripper hall of yeah. fame just for the pole session. Sure, right? She get her own wing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm getting ready to go to bed Monday night, doing my normal routine. Or Sunday night. This is after Halloween. Deidre got in bed a little bit before me. No, it was Monday night. This happened on Monday night. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I feel like it happened, and they tried to keep it quiet as long as they well, could. I'm trying to remember because Deidre was asleep. Okay. And I was up watching Monday night football. It's not a great football game, Monday night football. It's not. It was boring. And so I'm getting ready to go to bed, doing my normal thing, checking my social medias. Uh looking on the few sports message boards I go to open up Twitter. And there was a tweet about Jeff Banks and the pole assassin. (laughs) Now, before I get into this article, I've left out a very important part of this story. And that is that the pole assassin has a pet monkey. Of course, that's part of her act. (laughs) Now she claimed on Twitter that it's an emotional support monkey as that's what you do when you, when you want a pet sure. monkey. That's what you say it is. <laughs> yes. So Tom Campbell, who's a, who's a reporter out of Houston, uh, but doesn't really have any association with Texas. Like he doesn't cover Texas or anything. Or actually, he's not a reporter. He's just a dude. He was just a dude. Um, he, he reported that a credible source within the Longhorns program told him a monkey bit a child on Halloween. <laughs> the animal belongs to a woman, Daniel Banks, a.k.a. the pole assassin, 
Uh, she, and she, she's using his last name. Yes, yeah, she, she's in a relationship with Texas assistant head coach and special teams coordinator Jeff Banks. Um, but now technically they're not married, right? They're still boyfriend I don't girlfriend. Think they're married, but she's but she is using his his last name. Well, she may be a Banks too. Well, you know? that's possible. Yeah. The tweet it said, <laughs> "You telling me your last name's not Assassin?" <laughs> well, <laughs> how do you not legally change your name to Paul Assassin? <laughs> right. Um. So it says, you know, it's here from a credible source. The special teams coach, Jeff Banks' monkey, allegedly attacked and seriously hurt a young trick-or-treater last Halloween night. Um, the monkey's jaws apparently had to be pried off the small child. Golly, that's bad. While that certainly is an exceptional rumor, um, but one that seems to have been corroborated by the animal's owner, a lack of details about the incident should have made the story disappear quickly into the Twitter timeline. Indeed, the only details Campbell added to his original tweet came from a post by Danielle Banks inviting parents and homes to attend a haunted house at her house. And I guess that's all this story says, because then it goes into talking about Monday night football. Anyways, so what happened apparently? So I was there for the whole thing as it was blowing up. <laughs> right. Pole Assassin is responding on Twitter, talking about how it's an emotional support animal. Pole Assassin, as you might imagine, not the best grammar. Okay. <laughs> but you tell that's an emotional support animal and it responds to commands with high, like high five as it's like command word and all mm-hmm. that. She put out a video showing that. There was a gate, and the thing was in a cage, and she had a sign on the gate that appeared to have been made moments before <laughs> moments before she hit record. It was a note card yes. and permanent marker. Yes. <laughs> Zip tied to the gate, too, by yeah. the way, saying, and, do she, not enter or and she whatever. She made a huge, like, on Twitter, she made a, a big, like, this is my sign. I know the laws right. about keeping animals. Yes, yeah. right. Uh, so, oh, and the kid apparently is okay. You know, mm-hmm. like not going to lose a finger or anything <laughs> Much like that. to John's chagrin. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll get into my monkey <laughs> love, okay? Uh, but anyway, so she's responding like crazy. People are making memes. It was really the greatest moment of my, uh, the past five years probably, <laughs> right. you know? I was so excited about it all. So excited that I rolled over. And tap Deidre on the shoulder, and she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "A monkey bit a kid." <laughs> and she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "A monkey bit a kid." And she was like, "Where?" And I said, "Texas." And she was like, "Why are you telling me this?" And I was like, <laughs> "Well, get this: a stripper on some monkey." <laughs> At that point, <laughs> this woman that I love pulled her CPAP mask back down and rolled back over, indicating that she did not care about the welfare <laughs> of a child or anything like that, and just went back to sleep. She she was not into the story. I stayed up all night uh, on it. I was I was so I wanted to tell somebody so bad <laughs> that at one point I was like, I wonder if Tiny's working night shift. <laughs> you you know? should have you should have texted me. <laughs> I would be like. I was. I would have sent links. It was, oh, there was like a twelve-page thread about it on another message board. 
surly horns which is like a texas message board were kicking out memes and it was hilarious and i was crying i was laughing so hard i tell you <laughs> i would have been like uh i would have been like john it's 1 30 in the morning this better be good <laughs> and then you would be like a stripper's pet monkey <laughs> bit a kid at a halloween party Oh, and she's the girlfriend <laughs> no. of like a former Alabama <laughs> of our football coaching staff. Yeah. And I would have been like, okay, it's totally worth it. <laughs> right. I mean, it really was. That is a subplot to like a Judd Apatow movie. You know? <laughs> right, yeah. Or something like that. Like Seth Rogen's dating like, some stripper <laughs> with a monkey and it's it like hangover somebody. part four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And so I don't. I'm not sure what's going to happen with this. Mm-hmm. I I mean, if I was a parent, I'd be like, look, y'all y'all gonna have to give me like a million dollars, okay? <laughs> yeah. Just so y'all know, you know how this works. Yeah, right. You've seen the news. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to make it. I will never talk about it again. I'll sign an NDA. <laughs> we'll act like this never happened. But I'm gonna need a little song. You and right? I both know, yeah, that you want this to go away. <laughs> exactly. And this can go away for the low, low price. Right. Nine hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Here's the thing: pole assassin, young African American beauty. Mm-hmm. You know, Jeff Banks looks like me with slick back hair. <laughs> you know, yeah. he definitely does. <laughs> I could dress up for him as Halloween, and people be like, "Hey, what's up, Jeff Banks?" <laughs> or pole assassin. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I get Dieter to do that. <laughs> <laughs> How's the wife and kid? <laughs> Great Halloween. It won't be topical by next Halloween, <laughs> but that would be a great couple's costume. For- and then you could get Holly to like wear <laughs> a little like a little finger splint, <laughs> like a big old bandage around his finger. <laughs> That's much better than me saying dress him up like a monkey. <laughs> Much better. Yeah. Well, Libby yeah. could dress up as the monkey. Sure. That would be cute. Oh, that better. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Libby, here's a little monkey outfit while mom wears a G-string. Uh, <laughs> and Holly's like, what's my costume? It's <laughs> right. this big old finger bandage. <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's it. <laughs> I can say I, I don't dress up, but that would almost be worth it. <laughs> but by next year, nobody will remember this story because yeah. that's how the world works now. Uh-huh. And so only like niche football fans will get it. Yeah. <laughs> I will say those niche football fans would love it. Oh, they think it's great. They think it was great. Yeah. Oh, anyways, Texas is coming to the SEC, you know? So I think they're just trying to fit in and have an animal attack by an assistant coach's stripper girlfriend that he left his family for. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to gloss over the fact that he abandoned his family to be with a stripper. Mm Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like a high character dude, you know. <laughs> well, if my son was a football stud, I wouldn't let him go to Texas because I like I don't want you under that influence. Mm-hmm. You'll have to go to Alabama so I can get cheaper tickets. So sometimes love breaks the rules, John. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Twenty twenty one in a nutshell, wrapped up in a nice, neat little package. You know what else comes in a nice, neat package? Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. You know what? I think I'm going to clip in one of John's ad reads because it just doesn't feel right me saying it. Our ad read comes from episode 196. It's one of those few internet shows that we had to do, and it perfectly illustrates why I'm up at 2 a.m. putting together a clip show and we didn't do an internet show and why John hates it so much. 
Okay, well, we need to talk about our sponsor. Uh, I mean, just coming in on the heels of that, but let's just talk about Cajun Curl. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, and we want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order their spice right there on the website. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's the seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on it will change your life. On the website, you can find the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. It's available here in town at Vowell's Fresh Market from Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Mart, and uh, the Lurley Wallace Piggly Wiggly. And also, if you're around town, check out the Cajun Curls food truck. Just throw that in there for free, Brandon. Yeah. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl by you on the spice. Froze. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Dang it, did it quit recording? Hello. All right, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Dang it. Can you hear me, Tiny? Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. Since it's just me, I believe I'm going to go ahead and say voicemails and questions for next week. But one thing I got to do before I turn off my Zoom H6 handy recorder is I need to thank our patrons. Thank you guys so much for all your support through 2021 and beyond. You guys are the reason we continue to do this silly little show. I would like to thank specifically by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And they are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and introducing our newest patron, Mr. Henry Hernandez. Thank you so much, Henry. I will have a sticker out to you shortly, and thank you so much for coming aboard and supporting what we do. Oh, and of course, Mr. Mike Wilcox, also known as Mick Will. Again, we thank you so much. You are the wind beneath our wings. And I need a lot of wind under my wings if I am to do anything that remotely resembles soaring. Since it's just me, I'll offer a few final thoughts. 2021, while maybe not the greatest year, was far from a horrible year. We had COVID, but we also had vaccines. Maybe it's just me personally, but I felt like 2021 was a vast improvement over 2020, 
And I want everyone out there listening to this, I just want y'all to know that I hope you have an excellent 2022. I hope everyone out there listening to this accomplishes their goals. I hope you continue listening to our podcast. Just want you to know I love y'all and I appreciate everything y'all do. With that said, you've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast and I thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher. We're on most all podcast platforms. If you would like to write to us, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. We post show art, which is really just horribly done Photoshop. That aren't even Photoshop because I'm too cheap to spring for the Photoshop program. I use GIMP because it's free. But hey, we post that. You can check it out. It's underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server, link in the show notes. And we also have a phone number that you can call or text. That phone number is 662-493-2059. For those in the back, it's 662-493-2059. I hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Bye. Hey, the show's over. Why are you still listening?